Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. What's going on, church? So glad you decided to join us today for this daily devotional as we are walking through the Christmas narrative. And and right now we're just kind of looking at this picture of Zechariah and Elizabeth and John the Baptist being born. So if you want to open up your Bibles, we're looking at Luke chapter 1, verse 59. And we're going to jump straight in. It says, when the baby was eight years old, talking about John the Baptist, it says they came for the circumcision ceremony. That is exciting. Not. They wanted to name him Zechariah after his father. But Elizabeth said, no, his name is John. What? They exclaimed. There is no one in all your family by that name. So they used gestures to ask the baby's father what he wanted to name him. And he motioned for a writing tablet. And everyone's surprised, to everyone's surprise, he wrote, His name is John. Instantly, Zechariah could speak again, and he began praising God. I know this is a bit of a wild story to jump into if you haven't been tracking along in this narrative. But basically what happened is, the archangel Gabriel came to Zechariah and Elizabeth and they said, look, I know you've been barren. You haven't been able to have any children, but soon you will conceive. And I want you to name this child John. And even Zechariah, the father, began to doubt all of this. And as soon as he began to doubt, the eight, Gabriel silenced him, was not able to speak at all. And then this is the picture of him being able to speak again. You know, it's so, such a crazy story, such so much going on right here. But I do want to pick out three different things that I see in this story that I think can relate to you and I and our own journey of journey with Jesus, our own journey in our Christian walk, you know. And I think the first one is there was something here that was suggested. You know, the promised child had been born, John the Baptist, and it came time to name the child, right? And all the people start to suggest, of course you're going to name this child after its father, right? Of course you're going to name this child Zechariah, right? That's what people did. It was the sensible suggestion by their friends. But the truth is that we do not serve a sensible God, but we serve a supernatural God. See, it would have made it would have made perfect sense for them to name John the Baptist Zechariah. That's what they did in that day. That's what they did in that culture. And just in our own lives, man, God will call us to do things that are supernatural, things that don't necessarily make sense to the world or to those around us or to the people that are in our lives. You know, there will be people who always want to give you their thoughts or suggest the way that they think should go. Or, and typically they even mean well. But the truth is we've got to make sure that we follow the one who is our well. The one who is our wellspring of life, the one who is our joy, who is the well of peace in our life, the one who leads leads our life along the right path for his name's sake. Man, God will always call us to do things that do not make sense according to the world. Our lives are not supposed to make sense. They should be counter-cultural. They should be so supernatural lives. And here we see God had given Zechariah a name for this child when he had given the original promise. And that name was that name John. I love what this is a picture of here because that name John means graced by God. See, typically if a husband and a wife were to go conceive a child, it would be on their own doing, it would be on their own will, and they would name that child 
after that parent's name, after that father's name. But here they have realized that God has done something supernatural, that John the Baptist was not of their doing. He was not of their own will. It was of God's will for this child. It was of God's grace. You know, so it means grace by God. John the Baptist literally was God's grace to Zechariah and Elizabeth. Now, I love what grace means. It means holy ease. You know, what was not easy for them, God touched it. God called them to do it. And there was a holy ease that came along and they were able to conceive John the Baptist. Despite the suggestions of the crowd, Elizabeth remembered what God had called her to do and she stood for it. If we see somebody, we see in this picture, we see people suggesting what they think is right, but then we see them surprised. You know, I love how they ask, they ask Elizabeth, she says his name is John, and then they go and ask Zechariah. Like, certainly, Zechariah will not let this stand. He will not stand for this. It's funny, it reminds me of when a kid, when a kid gets a no from one parent, so he goes to the other parent, hopefully to get something different. But then to their surprise... Zachariah can't speak, remember that, because he doubted this thing in the first place. He doubted Elizabeth would ever conceive of a child. And so, see, God silenced him because of his doubt. The Gabriel silenced him. See, sometimes God will silence the doubters in our life, but sometimes we have to. You know, I think about my own salvation story when I first got saved, when I first really began to clean my life up and get off of drugs and kind of stray away to from the partying and these different circles, people did not understand. They were very surprised by what I was doing with my life. And it truly, they just weren't able to understand. So I had to distance myself. I didn't condemn them or shun them, but I did have to distance myself and silence some of those voices around me so that I could walk in what God had called me to walk in. And here, this is what we see Gabriel did to John right here in this picture. And sometimes we have to silence the dollars around. Sometimes God will do it for us. And then Zechariah, finally, they ask him, hey, Zechariah, so what do you want to name this child? And they give him a writing tablet because he can't even speak. And on that tablet, he writes, his name is John. You know, and people are so surprised by this. Finally, Zechariah gets in line with what God's doing, with the will of God, and people are surprised. They're so surprised that they would do something so different than the rest of the world. But the truth is, our lives should surprise people. Man, we're called to look different, to do different, to be different. Man, we're called to live holy lives, lives that are set apart. And I think a lot of times we hear that word holy, and I know I harp on this a lot, and we think it's just about the things that we don't do. But I believe that holiness is more so about the things that we do do. You know, it's not about just the things that we're against, but holiness should be about the things that we're for. You know, the joy that we have, the peace that we have, the supernatural generosity that springs out of our lives. We are not called to live sensible lives. We are called to live supernatural lives because we have a supernatural God and a supernatural well within us that springs forth. You know, just like John, the, just like Zechariah, we should be surprising people that we pass day in and day out by the way that we live our lives, by the way that we love people, by the joy that is on our lives, by the holy spark that is on our lives. So here we people see people suggest, we see people surprised, and thirdly, we see somebody speak. 
And this is one of my favorite parts of this story, man, is that we see Zechariah finally walk in obedience. You know, he declares that this child's name will be John. He gets in line with what God is trying to do him, do in his life and through his life. And instantly his voice is restored. His ability to speak has come back. And the first thing that it says that he does is he gets on his face and begins to praise God. And church, when we finally get in line with what God's trying to do in our lives, what he's trying to do in us, and we're trying to do through our lives, when we finally begin to walk in full obedience, there will be things that are unlocked within us. There will be a new peace that is unlocked within us. Some of you guys has gifts and talents that you aren't even aware of yet, but when you begin to finally walk in line with what God has called you to do, when you finally begin to get in line with his purposes and his plans and his will for your life, he'll begin to unlock things in your life. He'll be able to discover things in your life that you did not even know that you had. So I just want to leave you simply with the application today of, man, what is it that God is calling you to do that may not make sense? That there may be some people in your life that are probably going to suggest you do otherwise. You know, maybe there will be some people in your life that will be very surprised by the choices that you make. But I'm telling you, if you do just like Zechariah did, these things will always pay off. And I just want to ask you today, church, what are those things? Man, I know in my own life that God is always calling me to do something else. He's never in my life has I ever just sat stagnant and he not had something before me. So what is that next step that's before you today that he's asking you to take and to trust him in so that you can see all of the glory and the goodness of himself that he has for you? Let's go ahead and pray. Father God, we just thank you today that you are always calling us to more, to more of you, to more of your purpose, to more of your plans, to more of your peace and your love, Father. You know, we never get a clear glimpse of that peace and that love truly until we walk in the obedience you've called us to walk in, Father. We see your glory as we walk step in step with you, Father, and we see you do things in our life that we could not do on our own. So, Lord, I pray that you just allow us and give us supernatural, give us a holy ease, give us a grace to just be able to be obedient to what you're calling us to do. I pray that you speak to people today, Lord, that you speak and remind them to the things that you've called them to do at first. Well, sometimes we ask, say that God's not asking us to do anything, but the truth is we haven't done what he asked us to do last time. So remind us today what that thing is, Lord. And Lord, we just want to give our lives to you. Lord, we just offer them up to you, Father, just as Zechariah and Elizabeth did with their child. Lord, our lives are yours to do with what you want to do. We love you and we worship you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening. Take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, visit healingplacechurch.org.